VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, everybody. I've had an absolute blast recording your championship intros on audio and also on video. And for those of you that didn't know, the videos can be done special exactly the way you like them, because these are green screens, and we can do them with a scene behind me. Do you want a fighting scene? Do you want a beach scene? Do you want a race car scene? Any scene you want, we can give it to you. It's your theme and my pleasure. Just write our offices, and we will answer you with the exact fee involved and how it'll get done. So here we are, and now it's time, and it's your choice. Cheers! From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We'll voice it for you. It's no holds barred radio, folks. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, UFC, movies, TV, politics, you name it, we'll talk about it. And I'm here with my co-host and producer, TJ DeSantis. TJ, another two weeks gone by, not one week. Hey, um, we, we tried. Last week. A I'll for effort, Buffer. Okay. A for effort. A for effort. <laughs> And none other than the wonderful, the exciting, the ever-interesting Pearl Gonzalez. Pearl, how are you? Happy New Year. Good to have you on the show. Hello, Bruce. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me on. Happy New Year, TJ. My pleasure. My pleasure. You know, Pearl, um, we were going to have a show last week, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hey, doing can, the can you guys hear me, by the way? My microphone is not working. No, well, I hear so you fine. I'm switching things up. Hi, Pearl. That's Happy okay. New Year. That's all right. Happy New Year. All right. Sorry. So what happened is I went and I announced the Fiesta Bowl. I opened up the Fiesta Bowl, the big college football game, and was down mm-hmm. there, whatever. came back, and uh, about five, six days later, I opened up and started the new year with COVID. So Oh, uh, no. That's why we didn't have a show last week. And, you know, it's real funny, Pearl. TJ, you got to get a kick out of this, too. I was at the uh, Princess Hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was after the Fiesta Bowl, which was New Year's Eve day so now it's new year's eve and i'm at there i'm at the affair the uh, uh new year's affair they're having in the outdoor bar area very you know safe outdoors the way i like it i've been doing the countdown from the second tier of the uh location and before i go there i'm with my friends and we're all sitting in our in the fire pit area right and people would come up to me and they say hey can i get a picture with this that and you know me i'm always happy to take pictures but i'm also whether you agree with me or not, I'm very COVID safe, right? So when right. they came up, I fist bump them. And then I put my hand on their shoulders, two guys. And I said, okay, guys, I'm just very COVID safe. Turn around, take your picture, you know, like this, right? I don't need to be hugging and getting close. And um, so they take the picture. And then all of a sudden I hear, there is no COVID. Don't be a bitch, right? <laughs> and I and then you wait, wait you this... end up with COVID then. Well, yeah, well, here, here's the, the crazy part about it. I turn around and... Guy looks like an ex-lineman for college, whatever, 25 years old, big dude. And he just turns around and I turn around and I go, are you talking to me? And he goes, yeah. He goes, don't be a COVID bitch. I go, hey, you know, and I set myself strong because I know how these situations can escalate real quick, but I'm sorry. Nobody calls me a bitch. You don't assault my character and you don't call me a bitch. It's one of my pet peeves in life. So mm-hmm. I turned around, I looked at him and it's New Year's Eve for God's sake. And I go, hey. 
be nice, right? As stern as I can look, because you know you want to diffuse the situation. And I just right. said it twice. Be nice, right? Then his friends come, oh, I'm so sorry. He's acting that way. So sorry. Okay, hey, you turn, you calm your friend down, you diffuse the situation, or I will. Okay. And that's not the way I want to start the new year. So take care of it right now. He almost right? got you out of retirement, buffer. Well, whatever. I'm not trying to act like a tough guy because there's plenty of tough guys out there, but I don't take any crap. Don't put your hands on me. Don't call me a bitch. And geez, I'm I'm sitting here taking pictures for your fan friends and I'm a bitch, right? Yeah. So there's no COVID. Is that right? Okay, great. I get home and I came down with COVID. Oh, gosh. Great way to start the new year. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I hate to say it. Week. I hate to say it, Buffer, but like karma's going to get that guy. Uh, whatever the case might be, but I'm glad that nothing happened. It's not the way I care to start off the new year, but trust me, yeah. I don't take, I, He's a big dude, but I don't know about you, Pearl, but I kind of like them when they're bigger. I don't like them when those small wrestler <laughs> types, man. Those are the ones that can tear you a new, a new you know what. <laughs> yeah, you know, I agree with you, though, with the bitch word. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves. I never use it. I I don't like to even call, you know, my girlfriends. It's like bitch this. And that, that's just my pet peeve, though, is especially from a man. I do not ever want to be oh, yeah. called that, nor do I ever want to disrespect. It. I think that's one of the most disrespectful things you can say to someone. So uh, I can absolutely. agree with you on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. For both genres, for sure. Okay. So that was the start of uh, the new year. So the COVID situation, otherwise everything's great. I hope your new year started off strong. I hope everybody's positive. Today's the first day of the rest of our lives. So let's all say happy, happy new year. And I'm going to say it by showing up. Uh, this is my new puncher's chance. Pearl. Oh, it's the 14 year reserve. It's obviously been touched a little bit. Yeah. I think <laughs> you've been uh, doing some show prep with that buff. Well, we call this the left. We call this the left cross because it's got the Jamaican flag colors on it. Right. Right. And the reason the left cross is because Mike Tyson, the first man to ever knock him down, was the Jamaican fighter named Razor Ruddock. And he knocked him down with the left cross. And this is this bourbon is made in Jamaican dark rum barrels. So mm. we're following the Jamaican theme. And that's why we call it the left cross. We only have 2000 cases we can make because it's a reserve. It sells right. for like 160, 180 a bottle, but it's already sold out. Can, oh my go to, goodness. You can go to punchyourchancebourbon.com. They may have a few bottles left for sale there, but I'm very happy about it. So anyway, there you go. Puncher's I can't chance. imagine the puncher's chance. I actually, I had uh, one of the uh, tough producers uh, in town who's, who is helping me set up my podcast and stuff. And I, I gave him the puncher's chance. I let him smell it. I let him take, he loved it. It, it, it's one of my favorite my favorites it's so good Thanks, it's, especially for the price range the smell because that's the way that you taste people think you have to shoot it you have to smell it first you have to really understand the notes that you're about to taste and then you taste it trust and me it's such a tr trust me i've tasted some of pearl's mixology <laughs> combinations in the past she takes taste very seriously <laughs> Well, I appreciate the kind words, and you mentioned price range. We got voted the top five best sipping bourbon in America to, at its price range. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's delicious. Thanks. Just showing Connor how to do it the proper way. That's all I can do. <laughs> oh, that, that's a low blow right there, Buffett. I love it. Oh, it's, listen, no, no disrespect to Connor. Come on, Connor. You know I love you. Just, uh, hey, success breeds competition, and competition breeds success, and there's room for everybody, and that's the way it works. Hey, Pearl, Amen. it looks like we're catching you right out of the gym. Are you training? I actually just got done with a sparring session. So yeah, I just I just left the gym now. Oh, you did? Ran out of there a couple of busted lip. Got a little bit of busted lip there, but yeah, it was a good session. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we should see the other girl though, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like four of us. Okay. So we were just rotating in and out. There's a lot of the girls in the gym that are getting ready for their fights and stuff. So it's always it's always fun to be there with the girls getting the work in. Yeah, but you're not training for mixed martial arts anymore. You're training for boxing, right? Yeah, I just do. I just focus on boxing. The girls come in. So when they spar me, they have to spar boxing. I feel bad for them because it's not the same. These girls are working so hard in the grappling and, and we're a big predominantly grappling gym. And so, you know, the girls are really good grapplers and they got, they have to come and work with me who only trains boxing. So it's, it's different, but I, I get to work on different things. I don't need to go in there and just prove that I know more. I go in there and I get to work on several things. And these girls are tough, man. I mean, Alima's a Bellator champion. She was one of the longest reigning champions. They're the longest reigning. We've got Juliana Miller who won the ultimate fighter last last season she's a killer she's a killer and then uh one of our other girls nadine who's actually getting ready to make her bare knuckle debut so it's it's pretty amazing to kind of work with all different girls and and especially the mma girls they come with these awkward punches they have different rhythms than a boxing a boxing uh, striker would so it's it's nice work for me well you know the boxing strikers when i was doing my fair share of boxing mostly kickboxing but it's all about short movements turning your whole body into it straight down the pipe shots. Most MMA mm-hmm. fighters are whoosh, loopers. Right. You know, and you can get down through them straight down the middle, you know, preferably for, as long as they're not taking a shot on you. Right. To right. Take you down. So let me ask you a couple of questions, Pearl. That's what I just said is not news to anybody that knows fighting, but um, you've had a couple of fights in boxing already. Yes. <clears throat> Without mentioning money, as far as how much is the money better for you? I'll say right now I'm two and zero in my career, and I'm paying to fight right now. I'm investing in my own career, and this is kind of how boxing works. I have to pay my opponents, and um, I have to cover a lot of the fees and stuff. So uh, right now it's it's the beginning phase of boxing. I, I never knew this. I thought this is the craziest shit I've ever been through. Like what? But uh, when I get to the big fights, which is where I will be, I, I am 100% sure of that. The money will be there. Um, at this point, though, in my career, Bruce, I'm, I'm doing this because I love it. I'm doing it because right. I love to compete. Um, I want to fight. I, I'm not interested in mixed martial arts at this point. Uh, so I moved into boxing and I'm focused on boxing and I, I want a world title there. And so this is just kind of the road that I'm taking there. Uh, I do believe uh, my next fight will be coming and that will be a big payday. And that will be the biggest payday probably I've ever had. So it's it's worth it to me. It's do worth you have it. good management that's getting your fights. Yes, I do. Okay, because if you ever need to be introduced to anybody, I one of my close friends is the Klitschko's boxing manager. Oh, and he okay. handled Lucia Riker and others. Okay. So one if you ever need an strikers. introduction, I'll be happy to make that introduction for you. I'm not taking you, you away from your people. I don't mean that. I'm just saying if there's an avenue there that he could help you excel when you want to excel, I'd be happy to make the introduction for you. There's okay, always a way to collab. That. I think that's what the cool yeah, kids say. You want to you want to collab? I just don't like hearing that you're paying your opponents to fight you. I've never heard that before. You know, come you know, fight me, I'll a... pay you. Jeez. Well, you, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this, Pearl. How how much of that is the fact that you have a name? You're not this unknown commodity coming into boxing. Like, people know who you are. So, uh, of course, I think people are going to be more hesitant to try to fight you on your way up. It's difficult. It is difficult because I have so much fight experience, and then I come in as a, a debuter in boxing. So, yes, it's it is, it's been a little difficult for that. But, you know, I trust that the road that I'm taking, this is the right road. Again, the next uh, fight that I have that I'm hoping to announce here very soon is um, 
it's a it's a big one and it'll be my biggest payday ever in MMA, bare knuckle, all of it. So it's worth it. It's worth it to me. It just it's patience. They paid you well on the bare knuckle, didn't they? They did. They paid me better than MMA ever paid me. Um, and so bare knuckle pays well if you have a name. I hear that now that they don't they're not paying as much um, because they're established now at this point and they, they're an established sport. But uh, if you have a name, oh, they'll they'll pay you. They'll pay you top dollar and they, they will pay you above everybody else. They've, they're established, but they also realize that some of those big paydays they handed out early on cost them a lot of money. You can't keep handing mm-hmm. out those big paydays. I'm, I'm very it's, happy the fighters got it because I want you to make as much money as possible. But business is business, and you got to run that business. Speaking of business, as we talk about this, before we go any further, um, this happened over a week ago. But uh, my condolences and best wishes uh, go out to the rising star, uh, Victoria Lee, who died at the age of 18. That yeah. was tragic. So tragic. So tragic. Three so and zero on her way to being one of the top female fighters potentially, and did it come out how she, why she passed at eighteen? Did it come out? Yet? I didn't. I didn't see it yet, but I mean, it it doesn't even matter. You know, I mean, I hate to say that it does matter how she passed, but like that's sure way too young to to be talking about mortality. So uh, whatever it is, it's just it's horrible. Yeah, well, it I is, and go- I mean, I mean, her brother and sister, they're they're they were they both were champions over at one you can only imagine the baby would have been you know you know what it's like the youngest is usually ends up the best especially right. when you, you have examples like that and i i'm thinking there's no way it was something that she did like she made some decisions bad decisions there's no way she was so committed and dedicated to her sport and her craft and it's a fighting family um and it happened right after christmas but that's got to be so tough during the holidays holidays are already tough to have to deal with that at that point is terrible I can't even imagine. My condolences and best wishes go out to her loved ones and her family, though. It's, it's crazy. Um, and again, it's always hard to segue into another story, but we have to because you know we're reporting the news that happened. Um, another big thing that happened in the uh, mixed martial arts UFC world is that Nganu has been released by the yeah. UFC. And that was surprising me. to me, Bruce. I mean, we talked to Francis about a it year ago. It me away. Yeah, we talked yeah. to him when we had him on the show last year. You know, I thought they were going to be able to come to terms. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um but, you know, wish Francis the best. Uh, the UFC will move on and, you know, never say never. I mean, how many times have we seen people leave the UFC only to come back? BJ Penn is one that comes count. to mind. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know if this is the last we've seen of Francis, but, uh, you know, wish him wish him all the best on his merry way. My prediction is it's not the last we're going to see of Francis because we're going to see Francis out there, whether he's in UFC or not. We know that. Right. I do predict he will be back in the UFC at some point, be it a year or two years from now. Obviously, let's talk Let's talk about what could be on the table for Francis. Obviously, there's a big potential boxing event, which could be a lot of money out front. But if he doesn't win that event, where does he go in boxing? That could mm-hmm. propel him right back to the UFC. So, Which which so, I hate I to say is a win for me, personally, because I don't care about Francis Ngannou, the <laughs> boxer. I care about Francis Ngannou, the, the best heavyweight mixed martial artist, so. I, I do know. too. I do too. And of course we wanted to see him fight John Jones. Um, yes. The other thing is that bare knuckle, we talked about them. There was rumored they were going to give him a lot. I don't even see him thinking about going into bare knuckle. There's so no really point. it comes down to boxing no. or it comes down to MMA. And if he stays in MMA, you know, he You're, could probably get a big one-time offer from Bellator to, to come in and fight. But I, I still don't believe that narrative. I still believe that the most money you're going to make in mixed martial arts is from the UFC. It is because like we discussed with Francis when he was on the show and people misinterpreted this when I said it, you want to be where the eyeballs are on you. Right. Everybody's eyeballs with all respect to Bellator, PB, PFL, 
you know, one FC, all, all respect, all these fine organizations, but the UFC is the NFL. The UFC yeah. is the star Wars. The UFC is where you want to be. And the publicity you get out that is why he was complaining about his sponsors being able to have a sponsor, but there's outside sponsorships when right. you're not fighting the TV commercials, the product representations, you're not going to get those big ticket prices because you're not on as many eyeballs or available to as many eyeballs as you are with the publicity right. machine that's behind the UFC. That's all I ever meant by that. And, and also too, though, to see where he goes. And I hate to say it, but how many people are excited about this surreal gone and John Jones fight? Like, I don't mean to take anything away from Francis, but the world is going to draw its attention away from, from Francis, unless he does something that's really big. People are just going to move on. And if John Jones beats surreal gone, then, you know, who knows what's next for John Jones? I mean, I, I say that every year already. Who knows what's next for John Jones, whether it's good or bad. Who knows what's next? <laughs> well, for John that's Jones. the way you got to look at it. But, you know, we talk right. about relevance and I'm sure right. Pearl, you can appreciate this. You need to in sports and entertainment. You need to, in my opinion, as a manager and as a marketer, you need to stay relevant, right? right. Six months out of the picture, you start to lose your relevancy. Okay. If that's right. the proper English word. Um, John Jones has been out of the picture for three years, at, yet in the picture, but out of the picture. He's going to come back and fight Gane, however that fight goes, and he's going to become relevant again, right? Making whatever yes. money he can make out of that. And Gane will become more relevant. I would hate to see Ngannou, who I personally like a lot as a human being. I think he's a fine human being, and I love watching him fight. I don't want to see him lose that window of relevancy. Now, if he can go out and fight a Tyson Fury or whoever the other boxers are and make himself a guaranteed two mil... It's Maybe. still a one-off, though, Buff. Or it's a, but it's a one-off. That's my point. It's a one-off. I mean, unless I he, he wins, was offered like eight million dollars. Did you hear he was offered like eight million? I don't know if it's true or yeah, not. I, I have no idea. I don't know. That's that was from his mouth. Years. That that's what he said. He was offered eight million to to fight John, but he had to do the fight extension, and there were, you know, the other clauses, like you said, he wasn't able to do the sponsorship. What I will say is, regard whatever happened between them two i really love the way that engano has handled this oh, yeah. and the way that he spoke about the ufc the way he spoke to he he what he said about dana and he was like he's just so classy he's so respectful and right. whatever their differences are and 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 the disagreements came to they they can't help but respect him and moving forward you 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 can still do business with him at some point maybe not today right. but he handled it so well and for me like that's huge, especially because, you know, he's frustrated, you know, he's hurting, you know, no, there's no other place to be than the UFC. That's the biggest, best platform that you can get. And you're the champion. And and like so with that being said, you know, he's hurt. And he said that he said he's hurt that he, he left and how he handled it. He could have said the worst, horrible things, you know, Ariel would have ate all that up. Um, but he didn't. And for that reason, you, he's just such a great example of what the sport, what what we need as athletes and as champions. And I think what Pearl brings up is is the way that he's so classy, like you said, leaves that door open for business in the right. future. There's no way that they're not going to do business together as long as Francis remains someone that, you know, the the casual world is is interested in. You know, you talk about you relevance, Bruce, he, he might take a step back relevance wise, but as long as he doesn't take take a step back skill wise, the UFC will be happy to have him back, you know, on, oh. on easier terms. Without a doubt. But what you're doing is you're 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 creating an eight million dollar blip in your career. Okay, I mean, this man is on yeah. the way to having a movie made about his life. His life is absolutely bottom line, above fascinating, everything he's been through. And the road to victory, the road to championship, which he already has attained in the UFC, he's there. I always say the hardest part is not getting there. 
It's when you get there, that's the hard part is maintaining that. Now there's right. a blip. Where's that blip going to go? I mean, great role model, great guy, great everything. I love you, Francis. You're just a fine human being. I guess I'm just personally bummed that I'm not going to be sharing the octagon with Francis Ngannou, okay, at this stage of his career. For a little while. For a little For while. For a little while. Okay, so Buffer's bummed. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good luck to you, Francis. God knows I'm always in your corner, and we, we will see you back, I'm sure. So Bellator is uh, launching an eight-man, $1 million lightweight Grand Prix now. All right. right. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Hey, money's good. You know, for athletes, money's good. We always want to see athletes good. get paid. All right. Well, we're coming up to Brazil. We got Brazil this weekend. This is a big show. We got two championship fights uh, coming up here. And let's talk a little bit. Pearl, get your take on some of this action that's going on. Uh, Glover Teixeira stepping back in uh, for a second chance at the heavyweight title with uh, Jamal Hill. Light heavyweight. Light heavyweight. Pardon me. Uh, sorry, we we're just talking about the heavyweights. What can you say about Glover? You know, he's the, he's the Ernie Shavers. He's the Joe Joe Frazier. He's like, you just got to get through this guy. He can win at any given moment. So I can't really call this fight. Made the best man win. Oh, man. And you know what makes it interesting is that he's he's going to have his – he's in his homeland. So he's got that energy. And, and Buffer, you understand this. I don't know if the listeners understand the energy, the, the environment plays such a huge factor in the mindset of the athlete and, and the fight in the fight. And when you've got like such a crazy crowd and all the energy and you know that they're going to be screaming for Glover and they want Glover to win. Glover to me is like one of the most inspiring athletes you, you've ever seen at 42 becoming a, a champion. Like he gives hope to everyone. He gives hope to everyone that time doesn't mean anything if you are willing and dedicated and committed enough. And so, you know, he, he has his country. He, he'll be in his homeland. You know that that's a little bit of a weight on his shoulder. And Jamal looks so aggressive already in the, in, in oh, yeah. the uh, face-offs that they had. You know that he's coming. He's a young fighter. He's got that athleticism. He's He's got that, you know, the, the young athletes still in him, the inexperience. And, and that, that sometimes really really helps and plays to your benefit. But man, how is he going to deal with that environment? And and you tell Buff, what is that environment like? I mean, it's got to be intense in Brazil. I'll tell you what the environment's like. I will walk out about 15 minutes before the first fight. Unlike Vegas, where maybe a fifth of the arena is full, right? Half the arena or more, or three, two thirds will be full before that first fight occurs in Brazil. The weigh-ins the day before are going to be full. When I walk out, me personally, I feed off the energy of the crowd, similar to the way a fighter does to do my performance and what I have to do. Certainly, I'm not fighting. I'm I'm just doing my announcing and performing. But they go crazy as soon as me, the announcer. I'm yeah. not even the fighter. I'm the announcer walking out, and they lose their cookies, and it's the most exciting thing in the world. I could just imagine, take my feeling I get, and multiply that times 50 for a fighter walking out, about to put their blood, sweat, and tears on the line, as you know better than anybody, Pearl. Wait, did you just say they lose their cookies? Have you ever heard that term? <laughs> that you lose your cookies? You never I mean, heard that? I've never lost a cookie. Look at me. <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> losing their cookies. They're getting excited. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's going to be very exciting, but I'll tell you something. It's not very exciting. As much as I love Brazil, there's a lot of unrest in Brazil now with the uh, yeah. the, the, the political riots going on yeah. in Brazilia, the, the, the violence, the occurring people are following the, the you know the whole thing that happened with Trump and everything is like it's like it's almost happening down there the same way but it's bad right 
yeah. causing a lot of problems. So we got the guidelines and safety. You want me to tell you the first few guidelines and safeties? Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. It is recommended that, with the exception of official UFC activities, all personnel remain in the hotel. Wow. Do not go anywhere. Limit the number of personal belongings you carry, obviously cash. Uh, make copies of all your personal documents. It was at one of the last shows that they were out on the beach where we all like celebrate watching the sunrise because the show ends at three in the morning when two people with guns came and robbed everybody, their passports and their money. Oh, no. on the beach right across from the UFC hotel. Uh, as I understand it, the passports mysteriously wound up coming back in a bag the next day. They got those back. Not well, that was money. nice. But, you know, you want to be careful. You don't want to wear Rolex watches or anything. That's always been an issue, as it's an issue here in the United States. They'd say that. Do not carry valuable items. Avoid using your phone in public. You don't want to use your iPhone in public to show you you have it. And do not walk the beaches or streets after dark. Wow. Do not walk the beaches. or the, we, We're right on the beach. And do not use public transportation. Don't use Uber. Don't use taxi. Only UFC-authorized vehicles. Well, I mean, that's loss of pedestrians and motorists can happen at or near beaches. Carjackings and all of them. I mean, I hate, to say what you're say I hate to say this, but what you're saying, Bruce, is also the guidelines for some people when they come to Los Angeles. So, yeah, but it's it's very serious down there. I mean, but I, this is what we're getting. Yeah. We have to be careful. So don't yeah, think it's all, be smart. Be smart. It's all, yeah. Be smart. It's not all fun in the sun. Let's go out to Churrasco's and. You know, go crazy in in Brazil. You got to watch yourself. I mean, I I went. And I to love a place... the country. The country's a beautiful country, beautiful people. But there's a lot of issues going on right. Now. I went to a place in Mexico with with Pearl, where it was the level four do not travel, and Pearl's wandering around the grocery store buying short ribs. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. but Pearl can Pearl can break anybody's short ribs <laughs> that come up to her the wrong way. So that's true. That is true. A bit of a difference. That... There. So that was actually intense. So we we did like a convoy to and from the hotel and there was it was like a two mile. Do you remember that travel from the yeah. airport to the hotel yeah. or two hour, excuse me, two hour travel. So on our way back, I, TJ, I, you must have left earlier or something, but I was on my way back with Dean and, and Ian and there was a man hanging in the tree. What? As we're walking, we're driving past and hanging like, like, see, like hang, like hung, like dead, hug, dead in the tree. And we're like. I mean, we have video of it, but we're like, we couldn't stop, obviously. But we were like, what the hell is going? I mean, that's how intense that was. So when they tell you that they know what they're doing and they know why they're they're warning you guys, man, it's intense. That's intense. Bring a good book, Bruce. Bring a good book. Uh, that's why God made room. online poker, Pearl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I got plenty of work to do for the show and online. I'm listen, I'm in and out quick. I'm leaving uh, tomorrow. I'll get there Friday morning. Right, I'll have Friday to get myself together, do workout, the whole usual stuff. Maybe go to the weigh-ins, and then uh, Saturday's the show, and the show ends at three in the morning. And then we can't get out of there until Sunday night; otherwise, I'd be out of there right away to come wow. home. So I'm quick in and quick out. We'll watch a little football on Sunday, and you know, John Anik and the boys and I and whoever else will get together, and that's it. Quick in, quick out. Okay. And then I got, I've got next week. I go to the Bahamas, right? Um, yeah, well, I'm, I've actually been invited down. This is going to this is really cool, guys. You'll like this. I used to be an ambassador for poker stars. So I'll, I'll go to work this week in Brazil. Quick in, quick out. Right. But um, poker stars invited me to go to the Bahamar Resort in Bahamas in Nassau, which is beautiful. They have a big tournament, um, twenty five thousand dollars to enter to play the tournament. Wow. Right. So they're going to bring me down. I'll open up the tournament, do my usual work. And then. 
part of my deal with them is that they're entering me in the tournament. I don't have to pay the 25,000 and nice. first prize is four to $5 million. Wow. Right? Which what? I'm very capable of winning the whole thing. So how many people do you have to beat to win that money? How what? How many people would you have to beat to win that money? Uh, there'll probably be 1200 that'll enter. It'll be over three days, but I played, I, I, I took first place in a tournament against 1535 people one time. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It's all good. All the pros will be down there, but I look at pro poker players the way when I would stand across from somebody in the ring, you know, getting ready to go slap each other silly. They're humans. They bleed. They breathe just like we do. Okay. Yeah. There's a skill factor, but you know what? Don't beat yourself before you go in and throw the first punch. Well, right. go get it. Go get it. That's so amazing. Get it. Yeah, I would then, say a and, prayer for you. This, I hope you win that. Oh, it's going to be awesome. But I mean, it's all expense paid. How can I turn that down? You know, of course, yeah. a couple of my guy friends, my poker buddies are going to go down. So we're going to do a little boys trip. Go play poker. We're going to play poker all day. Have some good food and relax in the Bahamas. L let me ask you this first, because your entering fee is being taken care of. Does that make you play maybe a bit more aggressive than you would if you were playing with your own money? Um, I pretty much play the same. Yeah. Play smart, you know, play my game. Try to win hands with the worst cards possible. Play the player. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, you don't sit there and wait for aces and kings. That You might as well just go throw your money away. Right. You're going to lose eventually. No, I play my game. I play my game. It's, yeah. I, I, believe me, when you're going all in and realizing that your $25,000 is not on the line when you're pushing all your chips in, it is a little easier feeling than when you're sure. pushing in saying 25000 down the drain. Sure. But the beautiful part of is out of 1,200 people, they'll pay the top like 250 players. Mm -hmm. And the first... Uh, the first money position will be like fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Wow. wow, that's great! And then it goes up from there to the four to five. I mean, you committed a hundred and probably make at least a hundred or more thousand. So that's great. I mean, that great... that's worth that's worth a couple of days. It's worth a couple of days. It's all good in anyway, paradise. So is the intensity similar to right before a fight? Like between when you feel that you're the one that's like right in the middle, so you feel both sides of the energy. Is that is that similar when you guys are getting ready to start playing or while you're playing that intensity? There's a lot of similarities between fighting and poker uh, because when you put all your chips in, it's like when you're going in to knock your opponent out, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to get knocked out or they're going to get knocked out. You know, right. you need to know when to be offensive and when to be defensive and to play the player, you know, and to think three steps ahead. I mean, when I used to, you know, bang, I would think two or three steps ahead. I'm just not wondering yeah. about the, the jab I just threw. I want to follow up with that jab, right? And the yeah. same is true in poker. You want to see, you see, plan your moves. You don't bang anymore, Buff? Stop it, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's 2023, okay? <laughs> All right, sorry. Anyway, don't cry for me. I'm going down for a little vacay, something I rarely take, so... I deserve a little time off too. Absolutely. Yeah. All good. And I wish everybody else the best of whatever they're doing. You know me, I'm all about everybody being happy. For okay, sure. let's move on here. Hey, so real quick, I know you, have, you you've alluded to it a little bit, Pearl, but like uh I mean, are you in a camp right now? Is it does it seem like you're in a camp? Uh, it hasn't started yet. It, the fight's far enough out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've been waiting and working on getting a fight. Uh, Dean, Dean's been working really hard on, on finding a fight and, and putting together an incredible card. And so once he's solidified what he's working on, then yeah, my, I'm hoping to announce it as soon as possible. So yeah, I mean, at this point in my career, TJ, I'm, I just, I only have my timeline. There's a big, there's a, there's a clock that's ticking right now on competing. And so I just have to stay ready and stay ready for any and every opportunity that's coming my way. That's well, I think that's one thing that's... I've learned about Pearl, by the way, Bruce. She's always ready for whatever. <laughs> always I, ready. 
TJ, the way you're rolling with your jokes over the last two minutes, I'm not going to touch that one either. So that's not a joke. Like, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Pearl's ready for anything. It's terrifying. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Pearl, that's the mark of a successful mental cerebral fighter. And that's called being ready 365 days, 24 seven. Let me, let me rephrase this. Pearl might be late, but she's always ready. And listen, I might be late, but at least I'm consistently late. I'm consistent. 100%. I can always count on you to be there <laughs> a little bit later, but you're ready when you show up. Pearl, Thank it's you. girls like you that cause me when I, you know, when I'm dating, like <laughs> I'll always tell them that, you know, I'll pick them up at 630. Right. Mm -hmm. But in reality, wait, how do I say this? Let me get this right. Hold on. Well, while you think about it, if you're going to pick up Pearl at 630, show up by eight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, what it is, I tell them 6.30. I forget how I do this, darn it. I always tell them a half hour past the due point because usually women can be a little bit late. So if I want yeah. to pick them up at 6, I say 5.30. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. That way they're ready you by 6. Yeah. Need a little little, little cushion time in there. You have to, especially with me, you have to. Uh, TJ knows this. You just got to lie to me about the time, and it's got to be a little. 45 minutes is a good amount of time for me, and I'll be be down coming down about five two, ten minutes late two well, hours. i never lie unless two i'm hours. playing poker pearl i always tell the truth so <laughs> i'll just pick you up 45 minutes later if i was the guy picking <laughs> yes. you up. yes all right there speaking of go. picking you up and taking you to a fine place for dinner here's a fine place that's supposedly the fastest growing on track to be the fastest growing um food chain ever right beyond any at chipotle and all these others have okay. you ever heard of this place Pearl, it's called Dave's Hot Chicken. No. Okay, it started in Los Angeles like four years ago, okay? Or like 2017, okay. five years ago. Wait, is this the Nashville hot thing? Yeah, they serve four items. Yeah, they so serve... I've heard about this. Yeah, I haven't been to one and I haven't actually seen one, but th this seems to be all the new rage, like this Nashville hot sauce or whatever it is. Nashville hot sauce, they serve like two kinds of chicken sandwiches and two kinds of chicken strips, and that's it. Right. That's all they serve. Yeah. And they're becoming I mean, literally the fastest, I call it fast food chain ever. It, it doesn't surprise me. Cause, I mean, you kind of look at like the, the success Chick-fil-A has had. It, it's all just chicken. They serve, you know, a variety of different things are on the menu at Chick-fil-A, but they, they specialize in one thing. And, you know, I, Pearl's a big fan of like food trucks. I know Pearl loves food. So, you know, I, I think Pearl, you, you might be able to speak to this when, when there is uh, a company that, is very simple at what they sell. I think there's an attraction to it because people are like, well, look how good they're doing. And they only sell one or two things. Right. And that's the place you go for that, for that specific thing. You don't want to go anywhere else. Cause you know that they'd make it the best. Right. Wow. Yeah. I got to try this. I wonder if there's one here in San Diego. Uh, I think they are. They're all over California. Supposedly now they've already opened up 100 locations in five years. Wow. That's crazy. But they're planning on having as many as like 700 locations. Are they a private company still? Are they like franchising? How do they work? Uh, I think they're traded publicly now. Wow. Good for yeah. them. And they're Dave's what? It's called Dave's Hot Chicken. All right. I mean, I like chicken. Um, me too. I want, Do they have fries? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that would kind of suck if they don't, right? Like, yeah, can yeah, you have chicken know. and fries? They're like, no. Just nope. choose your own choose your own sauce sandwiches. That's all I know. That's all I can tell you. If they don't serve fries, I'm gonna open the second best uh, <laughs> fast food place opening up right next to them and only serving fries. 
I think they have. <laughs> I think they have one of the best um, slogans that, that they put out in an ad. All right, it's called "Don't Die Before You Try." <laughs> okay, ah, that's good. It's right. Not bad. That's not actually not bad. It's very catchy. Yeah, think about it, it is. Yeah. Hey, Pearl, Their marketing's got to be off the chain. You know, I I normally do. I love I love sports, but I have not been up to date this year at all. Well, it's, this is one of the craziest years for football. I don't know what it is. Very hard to win on betting, whatever the case might be. But just an example: last Sunday night, Tom Brady. I'm sorry to say, the goat had one of his worst performances ever in his last game of the season. He um, looked yeah. old. He looked old. It it was like it hit him overnight. You know, and that's yeah. what happens. Yep. That's what happens. So let's say if he's going to come back next year, he's still incredible. He's still the GOAT, but it just didn't look good. But what was worse is his kicker missed, missed oh, I know. four extra points in a row. It's the first time. Ex- yeah, it's the first ever. time in, in any uh, game that anybody's missed that many extra points. And oh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that the extra point is a gimme because they, they made it infinitely harder than it used to be. But what's funny about this, Bruce, is statistically the same kicker has done pretty well. I think he's like... Uh, nine for 11 on field goals of 50 yards or more out. So it's it's like, for oh. whatever reason, the extra point is sort of, it's clearly a mental thing. Um, yeah. It's definitely ho- mental. Ho- hopefully, I- hopefully that he gets it together because that he plays for the Cowboys. They're still in the playoffs. You know what I mean? They got, they got more work to do, so hopefully he can get it together. They got a tough game next uh, this, this weekend, but Martin Gramatica, the great kicker uh, previous to him, he said he's just got to forget the night. He's just got to yeah. forget the night and yeah. just mentally get over it because mentally is what's going to ruin it for him. But also the other thing, too, is I was like, is the team going to fire him tomorrow? If it were the middle of the season, I would think so. But the fact that they're in the playoffs now, I don't know what the rules are on like getting free agents or anything like that. I don't believe you can do any trades at this point. Uh, they're kind of stuck with them. So don't be surprised if they're going for two-point conversions rather than you know trotting them out there for, for extra points. Well, we'll see what happens. Tom Brady's a free agent now. He may be done with football, but he's definitely going to be on the commentating desk, whatever. He's got to, like, whatever he's he wants not to do, doing that. Have. I don't think he's going to do that. Maybe he will, but I don't know. You know, he's dealing with his personal life. I know he's had like a tough season this year, but fuck, he's going through a divorce. I know for me, yeah. like, that put me on, that put me like in my house for a month straight and he's out here playing against the best athletes in the world. So whatever he's going through personally, we don't know much, but he's handling it like a goat. And not to mention too, he's not just out there handling his personal stuff and trying to compete. He's hunted. You know what I mean? Even if the Buccaneers didn't have a great season, like it doesn't matter. They they could have gone winless when you're playing against Tom Brady. That's still Tom Brady. So you're, you're motivated. It's like a title fight for anybody that's playing against him. Right. True. Well, we'll see how it falls, what's going to happen. Now, this weekend, betting-wise, forget the season. It was horrible, but I'm usually very good in the playoffs. I went four for five this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, so here's my picks for this weekend coming up. Let's take go. all the favorites. Kansas City all Chief the favorites. Minus, take all the favorites. They're playing the wild card winners. Take all the favorites. Uh, the only one that could be an issue is the Giants covering against Philly, but Kansas City's minus eight. Buy them down to seven. Take Kansas City. Buy them down to six and a half if you can. What I mean, and if you understand when you bet, you can shave points, but you pay a higher percentage to the right. yeah, yeah, betting yeah. organization you're betting with. The Philadelphia Eagles are minus 7.5. Buy them down to 6.5. Roll it on the Eagles. Buffalo Bills minus 5. Definitely go with the Bills, although Cincinnati could be trouble. And 49ers and Cowboys. 49ers are like the hottest team in football right now. You like them, huh? Well, I mean, they're just hot right now. They're good, but so is Dallas. Yeah, I, I, I like I- Dallas. I think Dallas is going all the way, Buff. 
Well, they're in Philadelphia's division, so I'm going to go against them. Although, I well, of course you are, because you them. you go with your heart. It's either the yeah. Raiders or the Eagles for you. But I I, <laughs> well, I like the Cowboys this year. I think that either bet is good, um, but I would take the 49ers and buy them down to two and a half. So that's just my picks. Let's go like that. See, this hey. is part. This is where my inexperience comes in. I'm picking the hot guy. Where's Joe Burrows? Because that's definitely a guy I'm picking. <laughs> Where's who? <laughs> Joe Burrow. A Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. Picking him. He's hot. He's a nice guy too. He came to the UFC. He looks so like we're, it. We're very happily married. <laughs> Pearl's Pearl like, I would love Damn. to get to know him. <laughs> no, I get, I get tell he's very much in love. Very much in love. Mm. All right. Well, hey, Let's... that might change, Pearl. You never know. It might change. <laughs> hey, yeah, but then you do. You know, listen, breakups can be not as difficult as divorces, but breakups aren't fun either, Pearl. <laughs> They're not. It's a lot easier than a divorce. Whether you're the breaky or the breaker, it's you know, <laughs> not fun. Okay, Pearl, you're into, uh, or do you enjoy entertainment wrestling, WWE? A little bit. You know, I love Nikita. W- I love Nikita Lyon. She's 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 so sweet. Her and I go back and forth a lot on social media. But right. I don't I I don't actually watch. I think so Pearl I would actually make doing. a great uh, valet, like a manager. I think Pearl's good on the mic. Oh, I think I'd be really I, good at I'd, that. She'd be a great uh, sports entertainer. Yeah, I was on Logan Paul's podcast uh, the other week, and. You know, I, I commended him because he does great in the world of wrestling. But now in the world of wrestling, Stephanie McMahon just resigned. Vince McMahon yeah. came back. There's a and whole weird thing going on later. over there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's weird. It sounds like they're trying to sell. I don't know if they've. I mean, yeah, I thought it, they did. Yeah, I don't know if it's official yet. I, I haven't been following it too much. But like I heard it was between like Walt Disney and uh, like a Saudi, Saudi group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walt Disney so what's is going to own the WWE and they're going to own the UFC. Well, they don't own the UFC. They own, the, not own the UFC. Part yeah. yeah, part. yeah. Uh, th- th- that was the sort of curious thing there, Bruce. Would 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 they want because like that? No offense to WWE, but like that's not really an ESPN product. Right. And that's where Disney would sort of be. That's interested. what I meant ESPN we're, because we're I do. Right. Yeah. yeah they, they pay me for some voiceovers I do once in a while. That's where I, where I caught. Yeah. That. No, no, that's no worries. I, I know what you meant. But like, uh. It sounds like if anybody is going to buy it, it's going to probably be that Saudi group. But uh, I don't know. I, I just want to get Pearl Gonzalez into like wrestling school now. That sounds like fun. I mean, they I love their outfits. They're so flashy over there and they look intense. And you're right. Logan did amazing over there. I did see his amazing. performance and I was like, oh, my goodness. The he looks like he's been doing it for years. Hey, let me tell Crazy. you something about. Let me tell you something. Well, you know, he's such a natural athlete, but let me tell you something about Logan. His drink prime, the hydration drink. Yeah. Uh, they are announcing they're the sponsors of the UFC now. Oh, I, hey. say, I saw Dana with that this weekend Yeah, when he did they, his press conference. He had it. They signed like a three year deal. God knows how much it's costing Logan and his company prime. But I would venture to guess easily 60 to 100 million dollars for a three year sponsorship of the UFC like that. Wow. But I mean, if anybody can afford it and do well with it. It's him. They've been out with Prime for a year, and I think their sales hit eighty million. That's great. Oh my year. goodness! They, they Incredible. Like 4% percent of the market. It's huge. They did very, very well. But that's okay. It's time. Energy is coming out, so I got to show them how to do it the proper way too. I'm just waiting yeah. for my. I'm waiting for my free case. It's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. <laughs> Packages are coming. I mean, Don't if worry. anybody's going to be an expert on energy drinks in the show, it's me. I can't wait it's for your opinion. TJ. It will happen. All right, in football too. Cars leaving the Raiders. Um, I think the guy's very talented. I think whoever picks him up will get a good quarterback. He's just got to learn to play do, with the do team. You, do you think he's going to be a first-string quarterback, or is he going to be a backup? 
I think he'll go into a team as a first string. I think there's teams out there that are dying for a good quarterback right now. It's the hardest position to fill, right? Quarterbacks are like so far and few between quality quarterbacks right now. Yeah. So we'll it's see interesting. what happens with him. I don't and even want Frank- to talk about the Vikings buff. I don't want to talk about it. I That's the only game I lost this weekend. I went with you and the Vikings. I allowed myself to get invested. I shouldn't have. Well, it is what it is. They got At least they're year. better than Pearl Gonzalez's beers. <laughs> they're better than the <laughs> yeah, beers. They are. I can't say anything. They definitely beat the Bears. Hey, Pearl, here's <laughs> an example of stupid is as stupid does. Four, four women, a man's coming out of Planet Fitness in like uh, Houston, Texas, I think it was. And four women are out there, and they ask him for a ride. So he lets four women get in his car. They take him for a ride. So they take him to where he takes him to where they're going. As soon as he gets there, two men are armed and waiting for them. It was a total um, setup. Oh no! To rob him. Oh no! He speeds away. Did he have anything him. good? Uh, <laughs> well, he speeded away, and they started shooting at him. They shot him in the abdomen. Oh my god! Oh, shit! So they shot you know him. They, they shot him. Yeah. All I can say is, guys. I don't care if it's four of the hottest women you possibly can imagine. You got to read situations. Something's wrong with that picture. I mean, right? that's yeah. why, that's why it, it it pays to look like me. If like two women want something from me, I'm like, okay, what's up? <laughs> what's happening? Like, I always, I, I don't even trust Pearl half the time when she's like, hey, <laughs> what time's the shuttle? I'm like, I don't know if I should be trusting you, Pearl. People Pearl, like you, you don't talk to people like me. No, I'm not picking up. I'm not picking up hitchhikers. Even yesterday, actually, a, a gentleman in front of me, he was in a van, his car stopped. And I and I thought about stopping and seeing if he needed help. And then I'm like, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a single woman. Nine out of 10 times I'm alone. I can't. I just have to keep going. And so I felt bad. I said a prayer for him, but I kept it moving. Got to keep it moving. Sorry. Meanwhile, if it were the dangerous city in the world and Pearl wants short ribs, she's going to go short rib shopping. going to go but- short rib hunting, right. Exactly. I mean, I think that, you know, especially when you're in public and even I've traveled the world by myself, a big thing is, is your appearance and how you view, you know, how you are. One, you've got to watch your six. You're constantly looking around and scanning the area. But two, like, I don't ever look timid. I, I look people in their eyes, especially if I feel energy. I'm very, very kind of uh, you're on a mission. To energy. You're always on yeah. a mission. I'm on a mission. And like people tell me I walk like I, I'm military. I don't I don't see that. But I, I make sure to look people because that's your first interaction with someone is when you both first look at each other and either you're timid and you, and you show them that you can be a victim or you show them I will kick your fucking ass. And I make sure to always show people I will kick your fucking ass. And I'm nine out of 10 times. Okay. Do you get hit on a lot when you're out on a daily basis? Mm, no, I Let, don't. Let's it's, just it's, say this. Pearl said she's always going to watch her six. There's a lot of people that are watching Pearl six. <laughs> I don't see, I don't go through that. I'll tell you, like, Bruce, this is for the first time. I finally had sex for the first time in three years. Like, oh, I you, don't wait, go wait, on- like a big wait. This is not a casual story. You're letting out a big blockbuster <laughs> on its time radio. Uh, please talk more. Go. <laughs> I, I haven't. I three haven't years. Three years. And I haven't. You know, I, I went through a divorce. I took my time to heal and get through that. And then I'm just like not I'm always in the gym. I'm always focused on a goal. So I don't meet guys and I guys don't really talk to me and I don't talk. I don't know where to meet them. I and I don't date fighters. I don't I, I don't want to date fighters. I don't want to date. He, so here's the problem. Here's the problem. You realize what she just said. She said, I don't know where to meet guys. But she also just said every time she's out in public, she looks at everyone <laughs> with the attitude. I'll kick your fucking ass. So, Pearl, maybe you're scaring everyone away. 
<laughs> maybe but i don't get hit on often it's not like i go out and party and have a great time i fuck i'm having a hard time here so yeah, i finally met met a dude and it was it was fun it was only for that couple times and then it was over and uh yeah is i'm back guy, to square one is the guy still walking or is in in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> he's okay he's okay we had a great time it was a blast and then it was over that's a big thing pearl was it worth waiting for yeah, because I was ready for it. So, yeah, okay. I mean, right. it wouldn't have mattered who it was. I was going to make that a great time regardless. What a lucky guy, whoever it was. <laughs> I mean, to get Pearl Gonzalez after a three-year hiatus. Right? Vitamin B, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. You, it means you need some energy, I think. I think you need okay. a little bit of energy. <laughs> yes. yes. Good. Kudos to you, Pearl. 2023 has started off with a bang. I got it. Yes, okay. it has. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Well, and uh, <laughs> hard to segue out of that. Well, anyway, we're going to sign off here in a second, but on the collectible end, Kobe Bryant signed Jersey from uh, his most valuable um, season hit the auction block predicting $7 million. Wow. wow. 7 million. Le LeBron James, uh, 2013 finals game, seven Jersey hit the block 3 million. It's crazy. Wow. You would almost think that, that would be higher. You would think so. But I, I, I mean, mean Kobe, obviously Kobe's past. Yeah. But I mean, it's just weird to me, Bruce, where some of these collectibles, when you think about the moment that they're involved in, they're involved in these huge moments, but they don't go for as much as as they say other players that are more notable who maybe didn't even have that exact same moment in that sort of apparel. You know what I mean? Right. It's interesting to me that the the variation in price, but it goes back to the idea of what we always talk about is it's not really the value of, of what it's worth. It's how much someone is willing to pay. Yeah. So my course. question is, is this, are these pieces like art? Do they, do they keep hold value? Do they increase value as time goes on? How, how do they work? In the sports memorabilia area, what we're talking about, they increase in value, Pearl. In, in, wow. Especially since the pandemic and like they, they increase like tenfold, like within a year, they'll go wow. up a double. I have sports memorabilia that's gone up a hundred, 150% in one year and it doesn't go down. Oh my God. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, even, that's good to know. And the UFC collectibles, like the new Panini cards and stuff, great investments when you get them when they first come out. Incredible. Yep. That's good to know. Now, we talk about it on the show a lot. There's a lot of money. And so I, I'm very heavy into sports collectibles, movie, uh, vintage movie posters, like behind me, the Dr. No poster and many, many others from the 30s and 40s. And antique weapons and guns are some of the best things to invest in. That's Especially amazing. Especially during hard times. They sell like crazy. That's so interesting. That's cool. Yeah. That's something I got. I need to get involved in something like that. Well, it's it's smart to do it. It beats getting less than one percent on the bank, which is nothing, especially when right. inflation's like six, seven percent. One percent. You're lucky to get that. It's horrible. All right, guys, let's sign off. Pearl, um, congratulations on uh, all your forward movements going into 2023. Thank you. In more ways than one. And uh, <laughs> let us know what's up. Anything you want to tell the audience and we'll get going here. Oh, my goodness. No, I mean, you guys can always catch me and follow me at Pearl Gonzalez, all my handles. I've been going really hard on my TikTok um, and uh, I will be launching. I, I stopped doing uh, my fan time and stuff for a while, but I will be launching an OnlyFans very soon here. I uh, just a big about to ask, me. when's that happening? Okay. Yeah, so that'll be coming soon and uh, my own podcast as well. Bruce, you've got to come hang out with me. Maybe we can it will be with drinks and, and a fun time and uh, maybe you can come on and we can, we can drink some puncher's chance. Sure. Um, sure. That would be amazing. And uh, 
yeah, that's about it. Just uh, fighting, obviously very focused on this. I, my goal is to fight Ebony Bridges, uh, who is the champion in the UK. She's a huge star in boxing. And uh, man, that's going to be an amazing fight. I know her and I can can do some amazing things. So that's what I'm working towards every day is is that dream fight there. And, and we'll see where this goes. So that's that's all I have going on right now. Well, I wish you all the best. I want to have you a great, I want you to have a great personal life, which sounds like it's shaping up very, very well for you. I want you to stop paying people to fight you, which looks like it's shaping up very, very well for you. <laughs> yes. And I want you to start making a crap load of money, which is obviously looks like it's shaping up very, very well for you. So yes, thank you, Bruce. Gonzalez. Yes. Thank you. And for you, I know that it started off rough, but the amazing thing about being sick is your immune system comes back like tenfold. Yeah. And so you, your immune system is amazing. So you're, you're off to a great year as well. I wish you the best in your health and in your life as well. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm off to Brazil tomorrow and we'll see how I do Saturday night. I got to say every travels. night in the octagon is my first night. I got to prove I deserve this job come Saturday night. I look forward to hearing your uh, hearing you. I'm like, I'm sure I'm along with everyone who's saying it with you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Pearl. I appreciate it. Listen, happy new year, Pearl. All the best to you. And thanks so much for coming on the show. Stay with us while TJ and I sign off, please. Okay. Go ahead, TJ. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter and stuff at TJ. <laughs> I don't, uh, my only fans is never coming. Uh, <laughs> about it. Okay. Sounds uh... good. Uh, my OnlyFans site is still on hold. <laughs> God knows forever. <laughs> so that's all good. But you can follow me on Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC, Twitter at Bruce Buffer. I'll see you from the Octagon on Saturday from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And uh, outside of that, Happy New Year, everybody, as usual. Big cheers and no fears for 2023. Pearl, again, thank you so much. I will see and talk to you soon. Keep up the great work. TJ, I will see and talk to you next week. Everybody out there, love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Another week of success and happiness. Be the best you can be when you step on that yellow brick road to your future. Just perform at your best. If you are, then you're winning. Whether you're a champion, number one, number two, it doesn't matter. Be your best. Perform at your best. Be a winner. Buffer out. Take care, everybody. Be safe.